How is it possible that it's already August? We hope you are enjoying your summer. Back by popular demand is our AirPods Pro giveaway. Members who successfully answer our bonus content quiz will be entered for a chance to win a pair of AirPods Pro. To participate, you must have access to the bonus sections of the podcasts, which you get by becoming a member. Members also receive an ad-free listening experience, an evening newsletter, an invitation to join the DSR Slack community, and more. Best of all, if you become a member in the month of August, you'll receive 50% off the normal membership price. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code BONUSCONTENT, one word, at checkout. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and code bonus content. Thank you for your support. It's August 22nd, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Kotnor. And I'm Riley Fessler. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. The Biden administration has issued a travel warning advising U.S. citizens in Belarus to leave immediately and avoid travel to the country due to increased security concerns arising from the presence of Russian Wagner mercenary forces and the facilitation of Russia's actions in Ukraine by Belarus's leader, Alexander Lukashenko. The neighboring countries of Lithuania, Latvia, and Poland have heightened border security in response to the situation. The U.S. State Department has categorized Belarus as a level four risk, the highest security warning level. Lukashenko, known as Europe's last dictator, has supported Russian President Vladimir Putin's actions in Ukraine and is subject to U.S. sanctions for human rights abuses. The U.S. mission in Belarus has been limited to emergency services for American citizens. The warning cites the potential for civil unrest, arbitrary enforcement of local laws, risk of detention, and limited embassy assistance as reasons for the travel advisory. Additionally, the warning mentions the possibility of further border crossing closures by neighboring countries and accuses Lukashenko of using migrants from the Middle East as part of his tactics. Chinese President Xi Jinping arrived in South Africa for his fourth state visit, coinciding with the 15th BRICS summit. Upon arrival, Xi was greeted with cultural performances and a military parade by the South African National Defense Force. President Cyril Ramaphosa received Xi, highlighting the 25-year diplomatic ties between South Africa and China. The BRICS group comprises Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, representing a significant portion of the global economy and population. Ramaphosa praised China's developmental achievements and emphasized the importance of trade and investment for improving living standards. Xi is set to participate in the BRICS summit joined by leaders like Brazil's Lula da Silva and India's Narendra Modi. Over 30 African leaders will attend, but Russian President Putin, represented by Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov, will not due to an international arrest warrant. Ramaphosa stated South Africa's non-alignment with global powers and blocs in hosting the summit. After a devastating wildfire swept through the Maui community of Lahaina, 
The authorities are grappling with the challenge of accounting for the more than 800 people who remain unaccounted for. This situation resembles a previous wildfire in Paradise, California in 2018, where authorities published a list of the missing in a local newspaper, aiding in identifying those who had survived but were initially listed as missing. In the current Maui case, privacy concerns and worries about traumatizing families have led officials to not publicize the list of missing individuals. Conflicting accounts of the number of missing individuals have emerged, ranging from 500 to over 1,000. The American Red Cross has generated its list of missing people through call center requests and data sharing agreements. Identifying human remains and confirming the status of the missing can be a difficult process after wildfires. In the past, similar efforts involved detective work, visiting last known residences, and contacting telecommunications companies. While some suggest publishing a list of missing individuals, the use of cell phones for communication is hindered due to spotty cell service in the affected area. The evolving situation on Maui has evoked comparisons to other tragedies, such as the 9-11 attacks, where a large number of victims' remains were never identified, leading some to focus on memories rather than the physical identification of remains. In other news, Japan is set to release more than 1 million metric tons of treated radioactive water from the Fukushima nuclear power plant on August 24th, a plan approved by the government two years ago but criticized by China and local fishing groups. The initial release over 17 days will contain 7,800 cubic meters of water, with tritium levels below the WHO's limit. The government claims the release is safe, endorsed by the IAEA, and supported by 56% of respondents in a survey. Despite skepticism from neighboring countries like China, Japan asserts that tritium release is a common practice globally, and the water will be diluted and filtered before release. Test results on seawater and fish will be made public. Former President Donald Trump is set to surrender to authorities in Georgia to face charges related to alleged illegal efforts to overturn his 2020 election loss. Trump announced his surrender on social media, expressing disbelief after court papers revealed his bond at $200,000. The Fulton County Sheriff's Office announced a hard lockdown around the jail for Trump's surrender. The charges against Trump include criminal conspiracy, filing false documents, and violating the Georgia RICO Act. The bond conditions prohibit communication about the case and intimidation of co-defendants or witnesses, and the deadline for surrender is set by the Fulton County District Attorney for Trump and his 18 co-defendants. The trial is proposed for March, coinciding with the presidential nominating season. Despite the legal challenges, Trump maintains a dominant position in the Republican presidential nomination race, leading in polling averages in key states. Observers are skeptical about Trump's compliance with bond conditions, given his history of social media attacks. Ukraine is in the final stages of negotiating an agreement with global insurers to provide coverage for grain ships transiting its Black Sea ports. The scheme currently under active discussion involving relevant ministries, local banks, and international insurance groups like Lloyd's of London, is aimed at protecting ships, ranging from 5 to 30 in number, 
against damages incurred during their passage through the Black Sea. The risk would be shared between insurers and a state-owned local bank, with the State Road Fund of Ukraine backing the public portion of the risk. This initiative comes after Russia's withdrawal from a UN-supported Black Sea grain deal, leading to tensions and concerns over ships traveling to and from Ukrainian ports becoming potential military targets. Despite challenges, a recent successful journey of a cargo ship from Ukraine to Turkey was achieved using a humanitarian corridor established by Kyiv, bypassing Russia's blockade. In lighter news, the owners of a sunflower field in England, Sam Wilson and Nat Petley, have appealed to visitors to cease taking nude photos in plain sight after six instances of naked photo shoots occurred since the opening of the sunflower field to the public a month ago. The owners, who run Stoke Fruit Farm on Hailing Island, have erected signs urging guests to avoid public nudity, citing concerns raised by visiting families whose children witnessed the incidents. While the owners acknowledge having tolerated risque pictures in the past, they've now taken action due to the increased and blatant nature of these incidents, emphasizing the family-friendly environment of the farm. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, along with our sources for today's episode, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune in to our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.